on 2SM and the Super Network. High Tide. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go. Just gone five past six here on High Tide. Grant Boyd and Kieran Riki and Steve Boller in the studio with you this morning. If you're heading out today, not a bad day to do it. Northeasterly winds, 15 to 20 knots, seas around metre mark, partly cloudy. Last night, Kieran and Steve, I was sitting at home having my TV dinner because I had to get to bed early to to come in here. And I got to tell you, I, I got a text message from somebody that absolutely made me ropeable. It was the uh, seafood platter the size of the table that mm. they were sitting at. Any idea who I'm talking about? I certainly do. Alan Blake, good morning. Yeah, good morning, Red. It was a nice seafood platter. Too. It looked it sensational. Was <laughs> because it, it, it came to me as well. I thought, who in the bloody hell's rigging with this time? And then I, Wow, bloody seafood hang on, platter. Hang on, hang on. It was half past six, Kieran. I've yeah. dobbed you in, so I've put it on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're down at uh, Shell Cove, the new marina down here. Uh, we thought we'd stop in on the way back. And um, friends had been down here, and they said the seafood platter is lovely. And, uh, you said you're not right. coming back. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was very good. And uh, what a lovely place down here, this new marina down here. It's going to be 270 berths when it's finished. There's accommodation everywhere. It's just a great thing for the town. How far from Sydney? It's, it's Shell Cove. It's next to Shell Harbour, Kieran. Yeah, I know, yeah. So, well, so we're talking about uh, a, a bit over an hour. Yeah, but for driving, yeah. By yeah. boat, it's about uh, 60 nautical miles. Right. So they've woken up to the fact, and this is my argument with, with dredging going to some, some harbours and, and, and rivers and things like that. The amount of tourism they're going to get from that, and oh, yeah. whenever you're putting in a marina, there's always somebody that's jumping up and down saying we don't want it in our area. Look at the infrastructure it brings. Look at the, the dining. Look at all of the various, as I say, the money that it brings into the community. We're trying to find out, Al, maybe you could uh, do a bit of research on it. Are you allowed to fish anywhere off that marina? Yes, you are. You, are. you fish around the break walls. And what, what, do you know the marina was a golf course? Mm. Not so I remember. It was a golf course. They actually uh, dug it all out, uh, like a dam sort of thing, did it all dry, mm. and then filled the water in. Okay. Well, good. But, uh, but you know, there's hundreds of homes and units being built. And when they, um, they built this big block of units, a uh, uh, semi-round thing, and the day it opened for sale in June 21, 47 of the 68 units sold on the day. Wow. Right. Yeah. Blakey, just just hang around. We, we're going to, uh, we've got Andy Wood online uh, who's going to join us as well. And he's down your way. He's the candidate for Goulburn for he's the... A bit further. A bit further. They've got a good race course, Goulburn. Absolutely. Absolutely, and good greyhound racetrack as well. Uh, the candidate for Goulburn for the Shooters, Farmers and Fishers Party, and he joins us online. Good morning, Andy. Morning. How are you men this morning? Yeah, living the dream, mate. Living the dream. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Andy, you're, yeah. uh, you're a candidate for the Shooters, Fishers and Farmers Party down there for Goulburn? That's right. What do you, why, why would I vote for you? <laughs> why would I vote for? Well, I mean, why wouldn't you vote for me? But uh, for those 
There you go, Kieran caught that. <laughs> go the hug. Nice to meet you. We'll just go straight for the punch to the jaw to see what we can get out of him. You know, the people are going to listen to what you're talking about, mm. but I, I think it's important that we find a reason or give a reason of why you need to be established and why I should, I should look at including you and putting you uh, and voting for you, you know. Mm. To me, I think it's important. If you've been, you would have had to have gone through a bit of a system. I know that the Shooters Party and Farmers Party are very particular, particular uh-huh. in the type of people that they want to represent them. That's right. That's mm-hmm. right. Look, I the the reason I think that uh, that you'd want to be voting for me is. Um, I've been living in the region for, for 20 years and uh, I'm actually a school teacher um, and so that, that's sort of given me you know, sort of unique insight to, uh, to how people uh, live around here and there's, there's been a, a few issues and I don't know how much these, these ones would affect uh, your listeners. Um, the, the first one I think that particularly affects um, you know, people that like to throw a line in the water and like to be catching... Uh, their own fish and taking them home is um, the the government have uh, have endorsed um, Veolia, uh, a French company, to build a, an incinerator uh, near Tarago. Now we've done all of our research and it's going to be spewing forth um, dioxins and furans. They'll go over the over the land. They'll um, contaminate the the um, the soil, stock, watercourses. Um, people basically, uh, and it, it'll it'll ruin agriculture. But you know, it'll absolutely ruin fishing around here. You're just not going to be able to trust what you pull out of the water. You're not going to be able to trust to take it home and eat it yourself, or, or worse, still give it to your family. So I, I think that's a big one for uh, for people who um, who fishing is part of their lifestyle. And uh, if you vote for me. Um, as I have been for the for the past few years, um, along with the help of Mark Bernasiak in, in particular, you know, we're going to be fighting to stop that. They've banned those incinerators in Sydney. Uh, they shouldn't be building them anywhere else if they're not willing to have them uh, where that is. And, I mean, they're supposed to take 40% of Sydney's garbage to be burned. <laughs> yeah, right. that's right. And to give you sort of some sort of insight, um, Veolia already runs a landfill at the uh, the site, um, and uh, Veolia hasn't been a good neighbour. Um, they've had overflow of uh, of their, their their dams into watercourses, and you know there's, there's big issues there. If we can't trust them with a landfill, we we shouldn't be trusting them with a rubbish incinerator. That's for sure. So. So that's, I, I think, at least for, for people who like to fish, that that's a first good reason to be voting for me. And it's a pretty important one, that's for sure. That's for yeah, sure. It, it's it's critical. It really is critical. Um, what about your terms, teaching? Where do you teach? Oh, well, I, I teach at, at Crookwell High School. So uh, for those okay. people who might know where um, PJ Dam is. Crookwell is. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, it's another uh, cold place in the winter. That's <laughs> yeah, yeah. And hot in the summer. No. Say again, Blakey? So, uh, that's Duncan Gay area, Crookwell. Yes. Yep. It is. Yeah, you still is. got a farm out there. That's right. Um, 
Anyway, um, yeah, so I, it, it's been like I, I, I taught for uh, for sixteen years in, in um, Goulburn, um, but going out to Brookhall has just been uh, much nicer. It's a bit, it's very you know quite relaxed and it's uh, it's a it's a proper country town like like many of our uh, other country towns have sped up a little bit. Goulburn's the pace is a bit quicker because we've seen people from Canberra and Sydney come and um, live here. Um, but, it, I mean, it's still a slower pace. I, every time I drive to Sydney, uh, the traffic's absolutely breakneck. Of course, yeah. being two hours away from Sydney is, you know, <coughs> excuse me, far enough away and therefore almost fictional, and, and that is reflected in the state of our roads. You so used to have a great... You used to have a great cafe in the middle oh, of the, the street. Paragon? Peter's, yeah. Peter's Paragon. come from there. You'll have the Paragon. Yeah, yeah. that's it. You come down and get a feed. But uh, as I was saying, like one of the one of the things that is uh, pretty high on my um, on my um, campaign strategies is our roads. We the rural roads and and you know fishers are always heading out, um, driving long distances, often with a boat on the back, and uh, the state government's just not. They're not pouring money into rural roads, and um, so that's something that, that I'm fighting for at the moment. Because otherwise, we'll just have another term of government where uh, people destroy the the um, suspension in their cars trying to get from from one place to another. So there you go. There's a couple of reasons that you should yep. vote for me. Um, yeah. So uh, well, so we need another minister back, like. Um Melinda Pavey. Remember, Al? Uh, yes. She, uh, I complained about a few roads heading out to Tenderfield. Mm. And, and, uh, uh, she took it on board and fixed them up. Well, if, if Melinda achieved that, that's good. Um, yeah, so we need to get the minister to uh, send one of their uh, so. So talk advisors uh, down to have a look at the situation, what you're talking about. Well, we, you know, more and more we need a government that that holds Transport New South Wales responsible. Um, Transport New South Wales really have dropped the ball across all sorts of things. One of those was was lead contamination at um, Tarragay. The the poor people at Tarragay, they're taking the burden for a lot of things and... um, and the government and the well, I don't I don't know how popular the EPA are here at high tide, but they're uh, they're quite unpopular in um, in the Goulburn region. I can tell tell you because um, they just don't seem to hold people to account. And, and uh, there's one particular house in um, in Tarago that's um, got so much lead in it that if you sharpened it up, you could use it for a pencil. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, we. Um, it is about getting Transport New South Wales to properly fund and, and repair roads and and generally get having the, the government um, give councils the money that they need uh, to do the, the just general repairs, particularly after the wet weather. We've had a lot of floods around um, Goulburn and we've had um, uh, affected housing and, and uh, things washed out roads washed out particularly and uh and that, those repairs just need to be done and it's it's not a case of um oh you know we can put it off it it, it is a case of uh not even patching uh, uh, our ceo at the moment aaron Johansson. for for those people who uh 
live around here, might be familiar with him. Excellent bloke um, from Queensland way. And uh, he's sent out a pothole crew. They go out and uh, and they fill up the potholes, and then you know it's a, it's a matter of coming out later and, and upgrading the roads. But um, but uh, the pothole so the pothole filling is only a band aid. Yes, that's right. That's you know. right. So. Yeah. You know, Anyhow, but, um, you've got a few issues there. And you're on them too, which is, is the important thing, and bringing them to the attention of the electorate. And obviously, yeah, well, as a teacher, you're educated, so that's another good yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, see, I've, I've it's good to have somebody them. educated on the program. <laughs> nice change. <laughs> Andy, well, we have yeah. to go. Thank you very much for your time this morning. Good luck Cheers, with the campaign Andy. trail. It's, uh, it's, great to, it's great to hear the passion in your voice. Well, these—I mean, we need to—we uh, need to fix these things. Absolutely, we need to have pressure on the government to actually come and do something in, in rural New South Wales because um, we're out of sight and therefore out of mind, and therefore, you know, until someone makes trouble for them and makes a fuss, then they're not going to do anything. Yeah, and, exactly right. Exactly right. It's the squeaky wheel that gets the grease. It's going to say exactly the same thing. Thanks, okay. Andy. You have a good day and good luck on the campaign trail. Thank you for the time. Andy, Cheers, Andy Wood there from the Shooters, Farmers and Fishers Party. And important to the roads, because um, Goulburn actually has a, a really interesting connection, uh, to actually have two really interesting connections. First ever race meeting held in Australia was held in Goulburn, a uh, horse racing meeting. And, you know... you know, Registered horse racing? No, no, they weren't registered. It was held in a, in a farmer's paddock. Yeah, as you go down the freeway, it was on the left-hand side uh, yeah. going south. Was yeah. that before the one that, because I thought... You should remember, Karen, you were probably there. Nope, nope, th- nope. Th- nope. It was absolutely the first. And the reason why I know, because remember Russell Veach that used to work with back yes. in the old days? Yeah. He's obviously from down there. His father worked for what was then the Road and Traffic Authority and uh, was responsible for... Um, helping to make those cat's eyes that are on the road. So Goulburn actually have a an interesting uh, tradition. You know the other thing interesting about it? That's where the Hawkesbury River starts. Hmm. There you go. Uh, Goulburn. There you go. And if they're going to put an incinerator in there, it, there's always some sort of an impact, the isn't there? War- Blakey, can you stay with us? Yeah, no problem. You want to find out how things are going at... Uh, Blake's Marine. Uh, do, do you know? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Oh, okay. We'll yeah. come back and talk about Unusual. it in a sec. <laughs> Unusual. <laughs> 20 minutes after six here on High Tide. Talking sport. Play immediately stopped as LeBron James celebrated for an on-court presentation. What? During the game? Yeah. So. Hang, hang on. <laughs> you can't just stop. Uh, you can celebrate. You can celebrate off. after the game no, no, and do all of no. that after the game. You lose the moment. I think we should present the Clive Churchill Medal. Seventy minutes in, stop the game. <laughs> stop the game. Nah, you've been ridiculous. <laughs> now that's a very poor example. Have your say. See, I'm not alone, Graham. Hey, sport's not a bad sport. Step up at basketball, oh please. Talking sports. I don't think we need to Americanise. Well, we've Americanised our games because we followed. Whatever the English did. New Zealand followed that sort of tone a lot longer than us. But their commentary and their sports coverage now is totally Americanised and they've got rid of the BBC stuff. So it's just the way sport's going to progress. Talking sports, weekdays from 3 on 2SN.
If you're looking to start a business, buying a franchise is an excellent option. And with All Group Franchises, you'll have ongoing support. The home services industry is experiencing rapid growth as people are too busy to maintain their homes. All Group Franchises offers a range of home services franchise options, including lawns and gardens, and you'll be trained in every aspect. Visit allgroupfranchises.com.au or call 0429 691 413. That's 0429 691 413. Got a boat or a jet ski? How good is getting out on the open water? Throw in a line, tow a tube, or just soak up the sun. But what if something happened to your boat? Get peace of mind with Club Marine Boat Insurance. They're specialist boat insurers and have been around for more than 50 years. Flexible cover for your jet ski or boat, motor or trailer, and gear all in one policy. Get a quote at clubmarine.com.au. T's and C's apply. Check the PDS to see if this product is right for you. Go to the Club Marine website for a PDS and TMD. Trying to choose new flooring, window furnishings or rugs for your home? Choices Flooring's Broomview makes it easy to find the look you've been searching for. Whatever the space or your flooring needs, simply take a photo of the area in your home and select your flooring styles, window furnishings or rugs from the thousands of colours, styles and texture options. Using Choices Flooring's Room View, you can see your selections right in your own home. Then send your favourites to your local Choices Flooring store to book a free measuring quote. For the management of pain and inflammation associated with osteo and other mild forms of arthritis, try Stiff Sorin Sorry Pain Relief Gel. Always read the label, use only as directed, and if symptoms persist, see your healthcare professional. Look for Stiff Sorin Sorry Pain Relief Gel at pharmacies and health food stores everywhere. To find the location of your nearest Stiff Sorin Sorry store, Stockist, go to loveoilcollection.com.au or phone Ray on 040-66-71-359. News, sport, talk. 2SM 1269. On 2SM and the Super Network, High Tide. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. Only 23 after 6 here on High Tide. Kieran Riki, Grant Boyden, Steve Bowler in the studio as well. We've got Alan Blake online and Swanee. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good yourself. Is this boat registered for more than six people? Is it? Well, I'd be put. I, I can give you a tip. I'll be wearing the life jacket. Across <laughs> <laughs> the bar. All right, then, fellas. How are you? Not too bad. Yourself? Good, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah good. Um, What's been happening? Ordinary weather, pretty ordinary weather up here, mate. We've had uh, the uh, southeast is blowing its backside off all week. Uh, 30, 35 knots. Uh, start these off this weekend, according to Livio, our weather boy on Channel 7. Um, but still, you know, not suitable for small boats. It's two and a half metres of sea and fairly messy. Um which is a shame because we're right into the uh, peak season for Marlin and uh, for Lajic out there, but uh, I really haven't got a report of any, anything. All, all my regular boys that uh, left all back cover this week. But uh, the river's not too bad. Um, uh, down in the Pummerston Passage, i got wind too. They're getting some nice sand crabs down there, and those leaving their pots out overnight are getting a few mud crabs mixed in with them. I uh, don't mention it very often there. It's very way south of here, but, uh, yeah, it's a good place to fish down there. There's plenty of flathead down there. Uh, it's a good flathead whiting spot. Now, uh, the mo- uh, up at Moosa, uh, I was on TV the other, other night, uh, a young fellow, he's uh, 
fishers regularly up there at night time and he was uh, losing his uh, fishing for jewfish and anything else that big that comes along. Uh, he was getting half a fish every now and again. Uh, he knew what the culprit was, so he rigged for there and uh, pulled out a two and a half metre bull shark. So, <sighs> yeah, I wouldn't be swimming up there. <laughs> yeah, but anyhow, that was the culprit. But uh, anyhow, we let it go. I was swimming around there again. So, Why are you uh, talking about that? They pulled one out uh, nearly four metres over there um, when the guy got taken over up in the islands here. Oh, oh Bali. Bali, yeah. Bali, yeah. Well, they, they, they've seen some of the uh, uh, documentaries on them up the uh, Brisbane River. They've right up as, you know, uh, miles and miles up into the fresh up there. The fellow was catching and tagging the small ones up there. Uh, they, they just get right up in the rivers too. They don't mind. They can tolerate the fresh water. So, yeah, I know they, a lot of people swim in the canals around here. I wouldn't be doing it, I'll tell you. I got one in the Maruzzi last year. He was nearly three and a half metres, I think. I fell in, uh, off the bank just past the bridge. But uh, anyway, um, meanwhile, back to the fishing. Um, yeah, there haven't been too many boats out on the river with the wind blowing the way it is. But, uh the, uh, they've been getting some nice whiting up around Bly Bly on uh, yabbies and worms. Uh, there's some nice grubber mixed in with them too. A uh, few brim starting to show up too. Always the uh, early run of brim. A uh, good spot probably down around Channel Island down towards the mouth if you get in on the northern side of it and tuck him out of the wind there on the run outside this morning and tomorrow. You should get a feed of brim. Uh, flathead, good old revival. Flathead, you know, hard bodies, lures, uh, trolled around the edges of the mangroves or, or soft plastics on the drop-offs and that. You get a feed of flathead. The crabs, Kieran, the crabs have been good. Why wouldn't they be? I'm right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I put the pot in uh, Tuesday night, I think it was. Tuesday or Wednesday, I can't remember. Tuesday night, yeah. And uh, I've got three keepers and uh, a couple of throwbacks. Uh, I've run out of ideas. We've had cream of crab. We've had, we've had carried uh, crab and rice. And we've had, uh, I've knocked up some uh, crab spring rolls on Wednesday. So, yeah, so we've run out of ideas. I'm getting a little bit crabbed out. So uh, Brendan, Brendan can we up. get a bib for Kieran? I think he's starting to dribble. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, yeah. anyway, you know, I got a phone call from my younger son, Benny, last uh, night. He was heading down with his father-in-law to um, have a uh, fish off your minor boots for sharks. And, and uh, maybe we were going to have a bit of a shark fish down there, but they didn't. there was a lot of kelp and weed in the water, he said. And uh, he said, we should have gone squinting around that along. They usually do a bit of squinting around there. But he, they uh, hooked one big bull ray, and uh, they had a bit of fun with that. But... Uh, Mate of his have been catching some uh, uh, fair sized bronzies off the boots there. Uh, yeah, the swimmers beware down there too, the bronze bars this time of year, anyway, with the mullet starting to run, you tend to get a, a few uh, sharks about. And anyone that's out on the Hawkesbury this weekend, if they come across a peculiar site of a houseboat with a heap of a bevy of uh, once beauties and still pretty good sorts from the Woi Woi. Uh, Football, they want the Woi Woi uh, Rugby League cheerleaders squad uh, out there, including the daughter-in-law April, on their annual uh, reunion on the Hawkesbury, a fancy dress. They'll be in fancy dress, having a good time. So 
if you go past you on the road, road and uh, the rah rah woi woi, they'll love that. So, uh, yeah. Okay, thanks, Pete. All right, mate. Yeah, that's about it. You know, there's a bit here. So, yeah, it's still going to blow a bit this weekend, but uh, we'll. Uh, uh, I might, uh, I'm going to have a little fish off the bank next week. You know, the start of the run, a couple of hours, first couple of hours of the run out, and give those clay and prawns a go up here. So, uh, yeah, might catch a flathead. Yeah, and I'm going to see if I can get a um, an eels cap autograph for Yvonne. Thank you. <laughs> what about me? You don't like Paramount. Can't you get a the George one? I, I don't know anybody at St George anymore, but who knows? I'll see. Um, I might, I might be able to worry find somebody. Don't worry about him, Karen. Hey? Don't worry right. about it. It's only just me. Okay. You're first. Yeah. I'm first. Thank you. You'll probably make me wear it every time I win. <laughs> True. <laughs> That'd be good punishment. <laughs> Anyhow, I know one thing. You're going to have an early win because you've got a bike coming up. Yes, that's right. We'll be loading my crop again. Yep. <laughs> that was the same last year. Take a photo. <laughs> See, See you later. See you again. Just gone 6.30. Now, we were going to ask about Blake's Marine. Have things been busy down there? Yeah, they have been, actually. Yeah, they've been quite busy at work. Um, lots of stays of package and bar crasher package has been delivered and sold. So in the, in the spare parts department, what sort of what sort of uh, things are people chasing at this time of year? I mean, like, I know, I know at the beginning of summer everyone does the overhaul or should be doing the overhaul, getting the motor check, blah, blah, blah. But, but this time of year is generally when maintenance issues start to pop up, things start to fail. Is there, is there a pattern there, Blakey? Oh, not this late in the season, Tommy. It's just breakdowns. Earlier in the season, it's propellers and steering cables and things like that. But now it's just, you know, a little breakdowns and little things that go wrong that people are chasing. And, you know, we carry over 10,000 lines of spare parts in stock. So, And you know the part numbers to all of them, too. Oh, a couple of them. <laughs> I remember the first time I met you, you were sitting down. We were, we were doing high tide, and you were, you were, doing, you were talking about, you know, uh, getting people to ring in and talk about issues with their boats. And they'd say, oh, I've got this uh, old Yamaha that I got back in blah, blah, blah. And, oh, yeah, the part number for that is so-and-so. And I thought, man, this guy needs to get a life. <laughs> I'm trying to do that now. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, just getting back, getting back from Blake's restaurant. Did you like that photo and you posted on the high no, page? No, hated it. Hated uh, it. No, not not on the dinner last night. That was for two people, by the way, not just for one. But getting <laughs> back to Monday with the fellas pulling up alongside us with a four and a half litre tinny with that, uh, that real nice blue striped marlin. Yeah, that was a good, good fish out of a, a tinny like that. Well, four and a half metre boat, and it was a solid 15 knots off Eden, and they're out off Eden. Oh, that. And there was five of them in there. It's still a steer. It oh. took two hours to land. Yeah, that's that's some Pass. bravery slash yeah. foolhardiness right there. You know, They did say we wouldn't do it again, and I, I think I'm very lucky because it's a great deal of free board. No, and, and again, once you get uh, that fish on board, it's basically another person. That's right. Yeah, that's right. There's no two ways about it. That's... that's you know, a lot of weight right there. Yeah, and the so, good thing was they had towels over it all the time because they are taking it ashore to, to cut it up to eat, which mm. was good. Yeah, so no, they're, they're good eating. The, the, that size fish is you know, yes. very very good eating. There's nothing wrong with taking one or two home 
uh, each yeah. season for for the table. They, you know, people don't need to be shamed for for no. you know sticking no. the gaff in a, in a marlin. Yes, and yeah. you cut him up, and he freezes good, and he he does, and, and you know, right. defrost it very good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good bit of fish, good bit of fish. So, no, no, but uh, Blake's Marines busy for this time of year, and um, service department still going well. A lot of people uh, getting things done and changing things. And uh, yeah, if you're looking at getting something done, don't leave it too late because the next thing's Easter, just down the track. What about upgrading the motor? Yeah, look, there is some stock of motors starting to come through. Um, in the smaller horsepower, more than the when I say smaller horsepower. Uh, under 100 horsepower, 100 to 150 is a bit harder. 150 and above is still very hard to get. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, there's there's an availability now. But there's, the world's just taking a long time to catch up to everything. Yep. Yep, but it's getting there. And it was always going to take that way too because all of the – it's not just the engine manufacturers, but it's where they get their part, their parts supplies from. I That's mean, right. yeah. all the electronics were shut down, everything was shut down, and you don't just turn a key and start it all back up again. It takes time. Yeah, and look, the world's had a reset as well, the way things are done and how they're doing it and coming out of the COVID experience. Uh, companies have changed the way they do business. Yep. Some, something you can relate to, Blakey. We've got to take a commercial break. No, I can understand that. <laughs> we'll be back in a few moments. This is High Tide 26 away from 7. Easy Mortgages offers flexible home loans to suit whatever stage you're at. Whether you're buying a home, investing, renovating or refinancing, they'll help you compare and save. Easy Mortgages lends quickly and easily, offering a large range of lenders with rates more competitive than the bank. Visit the website, key in your details and get an answer within 24 hours. Go to easymortgages.com.au or call 1300-003-003. Australian Credit Licence Number 535100. Brain tumour, migraine, dementia, concussion. Have you or someone you love been touched by a brain disorder, disease or injury? Motor neurone disease, stroke, epilepsy. Alzheimer's. There can be no cure without research. Help the ones you love by donating to research today. Visit brainfoundation.org.au or call 1300 88 Sydney's ultimate golf and lifestyle destination is Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club. With three separate function areas and an immaculate Par 72 championship layout, Twin Creeks is the perfect venue for corporate golf days or that special game of golf with your mates. To find out more or to make a booking, go to twincreeksgolf.com.au or call Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club on 9670-8888-9670-8888. Summer is here and you want your car air conditioning working at its best. You'll be blown away with the air conditioning service at your local Repco Authorised Service Centre. Our fully qualified mechanics will help keep you cool through the summer with a comprehensive service of your car's air conditioning system. So book online today at repcoservice.com. Because they specialise in strata complex unit and commercial building repairs or upgrades, Network Construction Services are the remedial building specialists that you can trust and you really can trust them. They're good. So if you do need repairs or you do need refurbishments or maintenance to your strata complex or unit or commercial building, Network Construction Services 
are the leaders in remedial building work. Call Steve, 98085673. Recently retired and want to give back to the community? Looking to contribute to a worthwhile cause? Join View Clubs of Australia, a friendly women's network in your local community. View supports the Smith family to help Australian children in need break the cycle of poverty. Become a member today. Call 1-800-805-366 or go to view.org.au. 2SM, Sydney's Talking. 2SM 1269. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could 22 and a half minutes away from 7 o'clock on this Saturday morning. We're going right through until the top of the hour. 27 degrees in, in Sydney, 31 in Melbourne, 28 in Brisbane, 33 in Perth, Adelaide, 24, 31 in Hobart. <laughs> Warms up in Hobart when Blakey leaves. How's that for uh, an omen? And up in Darwin, 29 degrees, but it's always that warm up there, Kieran. Uh, that certainly is. But at the moment, we're going to quickly cross to uh, a representative from Transport, New South Wales Roads and Maritime Services, Brett Jansen. Good morning, Brett. Welcome to High Tide. And it's a good time to talk to you. Because is, some of the bars, we just had a message from uh, a lorry, and we're not too sure where he came from, but he was just saying the bar is dangerous at the Very moment, dangerous. wherever he was. And you yeah. want to talk about capsizing boats, which happens a lot when people are crossing a bar. It does. It's obviously a very, <clears throat> very important issue to address. Um, Bars are very dangerous, and people must be aware to wear life jackets at all times when crossing bars. Uh, but just not in bars. Also, we make sure that people are aware of their safety requirements and um, the importance of wearing life jackets in, in a lot of conditions. Excuse me, in a lot of conditions. Um, we're focusing on getting out a message of what are the causes of capsizing vessels, minimising the risks of capsizing, and what to do when you capsize. Um, we want to get the message out there to people, make sure they don't overload their vessels. Um, make sure you, you comply with your Australia's builders, your Australian builder's plate and safety label. Make sure you're not uh, overloading the vessel with pers- um, passengers as well as the weight of the vessel. It affects the vessel's stability and its performance. Uh, make sure your vessel's in a seaworthy condition. So if you are going to cross those bars, make sure your vessel's capable of it. Um, make sure... Everyone on your vessel knows where the safety equipment are, how to use it, and it's accessible. And just be very aware of your surroundings and be familiar with the waterways. When you go out, you want to minimise the risk of capsizing by planning, preparing, and predicting. So planning is obviously checking the weather before you get out. So when you cross those bars, check the weather. Make sure you know the sea state. It's not hazardous to cross. And if it is dangerous, don't go out. That's the message you want to get. Get out to people. And if you are in doubt, don't go out. Well, that's been a, a long um, terminology. It's been used yeah. for years for and ages. years. Well, we've used it for 35 years, anyhow. Brett, I was watching on, on Facebook during the week. I, I think it was here in Australia, but I can't remember where it was. A, a guy on his... Um, on his uh, outboard coming in through um, the head somewhere 
and mm-hmm. the wave, they were right in the top of the wave and they, they went down into the dip and, of course, the nose dip, t- tipped in and they went over and everyone went overboard and, like, it was a really narrow entry. So there's no doubt the boat ended up on the rock. So there's financial concerns there. But it can just happen so quick. Mm. It can. The sea and the, and the waterways are very unpredictable and there's a lot of variables to, to consider. Um, it's obviously being confident in your own ability, making sure you don't exceed your ability. That's the biggest thing. You don't tackle something you're not unsure of. Obviously, know your vessel, know it well, and don't put your vessel, any passengers, into a, into a situation that you can't handle. Um, look, I'm not sure of the, the, the situation you're talking about, but we do have a lot of issues on bars where people do come in on an outgoing tide um, with quite uh, decent seas coming into, into a bar, creating very dangerous conditions. So... It's obviously navigating those waterways safely and um, driving to the conditions. You, you touched one thing there on the on the run out tide. Worst time to cross a bar. You should be planning to go out on slack water uh, and coming on a run in tide. Exactly, exactly, and that's experience, you know. And um, look, I'd, I'd hope that people don't cross bars without that, without that experience and obviously checking the conditions before they go. And the um, other thing, and unfortunately, the other thing the other thing with crossing a bar, if you go to cross a bar, you are committed. You can't get halfway and turn around yeah. because you will end up upside down otherwise. Yeah, you don't want to be broadside to, to the waves no, right. um, and, and be hit beam on. Exactly right. It puts you in a very dangerous situation. But, you know, obviously, if you, if you assess the conditions before you get there and you can see there are large waves, that's probably something you should be turning around and not, not approaching before you even get to that that's situation. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Make your decision early and clearly. Don't, uh, don't dither about it. Exactly right. And be prepared, you know, wear your life jackets and um, make sure everyone's aware of, of their obligations on, on, on that vessel. And when they put a life jacket on, don't just put it on, make sure it's adjusted properly in case you do go in the water so it's not up around your neck and hindering your swing. Mm. That's a very good point. You know, when you wear a life jacket, make sure it's correct for that person, depending on their weight, their size, and most importantly... Make sure the person knows how to use it. Well, this um, goes back to what I've said before, Al, many times to you. Have, have your, your own. own. Life yep. 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 Most important. Yep. Yeah. Uh, listen, I'll just bring up something. When you, you guys, we were talking about, like, marine rescue this morning. We were talking about a couple of boats that had to be rescued, one upside and down and so forth. But talk, talking about um, catching big fish, right? Mm-hmm. And, and you've got a boat. And it's got a license that says six people. Well, when you go out offshore, Oop, don't know what happened there. <laughs> that sounded weird. Uh, I think yeah, I'm. I'm pretty sure that wasn't Blakey. So I might just check. I'll just get Brendan to double check that. I'll just whack that on hold. You're still there, Alan? Yes. Yep. Okay. It was definitely something that happened with Brett there. Brett, yes. Well, Al. Yes. Like when you were talking about like the mar catching marlin and catching yellowfin and that, right? Yeah. If you take out one of your boats, a um, four or five meter boat, right, and you go outside and, and run into the uh, the marlin out there, and you might run into some big dolphin fish as well, and then you go run into the yellowfin that could be there with them. Say. Mm, uh, yeah, right. you'll be catching fish that are 50, 70, over 100 kilo. Yeah. Like, you bring three or four of them on, no. and that's like bringing on the same amount of people. No. 
No, you've got to be very careful because it is extra load, although it is good load because it's in the bottom of the boat and normally stationary, but uh, you've got to be careful about the amount of fish you carry uh, if you're getting those excess weights. But it will be the very rare occasion to get that many, I suggest, Kieran. Mm. And yeah. Brett's back with us. Uh, apologies for that. has dropped out. No, okay. So, Brett, what else would you like to uh, bring to everyone's attention? How do, I stop, how do I stop my boat from capsizing? Tell me that. Don't drive it with you, Kieran. <laughs> or don't go. Say, Stay yeah. on shore. Stay me away from the wood, you blokes. Oh, it's it's good never, never a good... Uh, <laughs> it, are you saying it keeps happening, Kieran? <laughs> Come on, Brett. Help our boss out. Like once is unfortunate, twice is beginning to look like habit, you know. Uh, well, look, what we want is people to go out and have a good time. That's what we're here for. We manage the waterway and ensure, help ensure people have a safe time on the water um, so we're not trying to stop people from going out we want people to come out and do have a good fun boating experience but most importantly come home um, <clears throat> to help stop your vessel capsizing obviously what I touched on was overloading I think about the last part of your conversation was catching fish and and um, being recognizing the importance of stability um, you know every anything you put onto a vessel anything with weight will affect the vessel's stability so it's not just concentrating on how much weight you have on the vessel, but it's also the placement. Make sure it's placed low down and, and evenly. Um, obviously, I, it's checking your vessel. So every time you go out in your boat, check your vessel over for damage. Make sure it's in a good working condition. There's nothing that's going to affect the performance and the safety of that vessel. Um, checking conditions. Um, be aware of the area you're going to. Check the conditions leading up to your trip. Check the conditions in the morning and check the dip conditions again before you launch. And as you, as you guys will know, that uh, the conditions change in an instant. Um, a lot of variables in the water you have to look out for, the sea state, the wind, swell. Um, make sure you're across it all. Um, drive to your ability. Um, don't exceed your ability. And if you're in doubt, don't go out. Um, when you are driving... Maintain a proper lookout and safe speed. So that's keeping an eye out for not just other vessels, but other hazards. Um, so as well as debris in the water, uh, waves. Don't put you in a position, yourself in a position where you think um, the vessel's in danger of capsizing. Brett, um, how do yeah. I how do I assess my ability? Your ability. How do I assess it? You said assess your ability, but how do I assess? My ability. How do I know that I'm a good driver, capable of and getting capable across, of doing what I want to do? I think it's a, a, a bit like parenting. I think that <laughs> honestly, the the people that are worried about being a bad parent are the good parents, and people that think I'm a top parent <laughs> are probably dodgy parents. And I think boat driving's uh, a bit the same. If you're, you know. Really going, I am all that in a bag of potato chips. Maybe, maybe uh, you know, second guess yourself. Oh, happened again. Don't, uh, sounds good, though. It is good. Yeah. I, I, I wish my phone did that when I hung up on people. It's like you, you have finished talking to Steve. <laughs> Thank you, Brett. We, we appreciate it. It was good advice there from him anyway. Well, it's a good reminder yeah. to people because we've still got good summary days where you can be out and about. Hmm. What do you got to add to that, Al? Oh, no, I agree 100%. Uh, I see that uh, boat that went turned over off Tarthra yeah. yep. during the week. Yeah, 22 k's uh, out. Yeah, they said it was a rogue wave. 
there's no such thing as a rogue whale. <laughs> it's like you could have a rogue, rogue whale. How maybe, many times a... do we hear that bloody That's word? Right. Yeah. 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 There's no rogue whales. So many people use it, though. Oh, because yeah, they don't have the, uh, the... It's a lack of intelligence. No, they're, they're not intelligence, Kieran. They just haven't been educated. Yes. That's what well, intelligence okay. yeah. Like a mini tornado. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, yeah, the waves come in sets. And, you know, you'll get it all the time. Kieran's done enough ocean work to know that. Steve has too. Mm-hmm. And you're going to get big sets, and that's what it is. And the, you just uh, four people out, 22 k's, and the weather wasn't the best that day I was out there. Uh, so, you know, yeah, poor, poor decision making. We've we're spoken about this a million times, uh, especially with rock fishermen. You know, sit up above and have a look at where you want to fish and what you want to do. Yeah, you want to you want to do it for at least ten to fifteen minutes at least. Uh, you know, a good good long while. Have a good watch, and and, and you'll just... find that the, a lot of wave sets will be seven. Mm. Yeah, unfortunately, we all seem to suffer from get there itis. Yep. And I've got the day off. I've planned to go fishing. I've driven all this way. I'm going fishing. Or I've towed the boat all the way to this boat ramp. I'm going offshore fishing. And you're going to say, well, you get there and say, look, it's not really the best. Uh, we'll turn around and go home. Or yep. have a plan B. Yeah. Plan B, plan C, plan D. Yep. Go on That's down right. the alphabet. Yeah. We're going to take a quick break. Stick around. We've got another 10 minutes of the program left to go. It's uh, 10 to 7. Afternoons with Pete Davis. Okay, Davis. Now, with the interest rates were too low for too long, Yes, we could have bumped up interest rates when we were in a healthier position mm. before now. Our banks have made more profit when we were on a low interest than that will be when it's high. Yeah, James, now I understand exactly why they're doing what they're doing, which is to try and combat inflation, to stop Australians from spending, to try and bring that down. I think it's almost unfair. There's been too many rate hikes in too short a period of time. Pete Davis. Hi, Shelley Craft here. Make it a great Aussie summer with Australian Made. Look for genuine Aussie products carrying the trusted green and gold kangaroo logo. There's thousands to choose from. Whether you're planning a backyard barbie, a day at the beach with the family and friends, or just chilling at home. Remember to look for the famous green and gold Australian Made logo and support our Aussie makers, farmers and retailers this summer. Visit australianmade.com.au forward slash summer to find genuine Aussie products. Whether you dream of winning a Commonwealth Games gold medal or three, like the Australian Jackaroos, or you're just searching for your next social competitive sport, that could make you a local legend. The skills you've honed over a lifetime of playing sport will make you a legend on the bowls green. And that green is just up the road. Bowls, local legends wanted. Find a club near you. Visit bowls.com.au and click on Find a Club. Why in the world would you shop anywhere else but Peters of Kensington? With the biggest names and the best prices, you'll want to shop until you drop. Peters of Kensington has become a Sydney institution now with additional locations at Barangaroo, Birkenhead Point and Alexandria. Peters of Kensington remains what it always has been, a family-owned and operated Australian company. Visit Peters of Kensington for the best quality homewares, luggage and dinner sets at amazing prices. Peters of Kensington, why in the world would you shop anywhere else? Are you thinking of escaping to the country? Maybe a new home is on the cards? Maybe a new lifestyle? Well, Pal Kid Homes has been providing the answer for more than 50 years. You can choose from Pal's range of stylish, modern homes which are designed for country living. 
Palkit Homes make it easy for you to build your own home and save a lot of money. Find out how at pal, that's p-a-l-kithomes.com.au or phone 1-800-024-912. Do you suffer from mild arthritis or other aches and pains? Why not do as others have done and try Arbor Vitae Joint Health? Others, just like Gary. Yeah, after two weeks, I was sceptical that it might come back and, and, and it hasn't. So, yeah, I do a lot of off and on, up and down. I'm pain-free, so hopefully it stays that way forever. Always read the label and follow the directions for use. Go to Arborvitae, that's A-R-B-O-R-V-I-T-A-E dot com dot A-U or phone Arborvitae on 1300-879-863. 2SM has Sydney talking. 2SM has Sydney talking. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. Six and a half away from seven o'clock. At seven o'clock, we update the news for you. Alan Blake still online with us. Kieran Ricky in the studio and Steve Boller. Nice to have everybody along. A couple of minutes left to go. Gents, what do you want to talk about? Hey, Al. Yes? A guy just <clears throat> rang in oh. and left a message. Yes? He said, you blacks always talk about you know, the problems at sea. He said there are no rogue waves, but there's a lot of Moby Dicks. <laughs> Susan, wasn't it? Yes. Susan, very strange yeah. name for a bloke. Yeah. But, yeah we'll, we'll, go well I was trying. <laughs> I didn't want to Protect say the that guilty. that's what a lady yeah. said. No, uh, yeah. my, my uncle's name was Susan, and it's a proud family name. So, I... so Susan, you are correct. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Now, maybe Susan's not more. She's a good girl. No, no. Look, it's, yeah, there is no rogue waves. You know what's happening and what's going on, so just bear on the side of caution. You know, we're always talking about safety because we want everyone to go and enjoy their boating and enjoy the lifestyle, but there is risks involved with your boating or doing anything else. So if you minimise those risks, it makes a better day for you and your family. 100%. 100%. Yeah, now uh, we were just putting two and two together and uh, coming up with six during the ad break. Um, now, you, you just admitted that you were off Tartha at the time that the boat capsized. and In that area. In that area. In, in that area. Yeah, done, done, uh, trying to get himself a, uh, a bit of a, uh, you know, a, a, a story going now, you know, as <laughs> an alibi no, I, here. I was about 30 <laughs> miles away from it, but... And I'm in a 20-metre vessel that weighs 68 tonne. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And only an average so, of so six it'd just be a bump then? <laughs> no, no you're, still, you're still rocking around, but yeah, it's a different animal altogether type of thing. No, what I, I'm, I'm putting the suggestion out there that maybe you were... You know, had a hand in capsizing him. Was your weight? Like just, I just an ocean good. speed bump. And it's like, that's all right. Drop off a business yeah. card. Get a new one at Black's Marine. He just threw overboard what was left of the uh, fish platter. <laughs> created yeah. a wave, a rogue wave. Mm. I don't create rogue waves at six knots. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus. Did you eat the heads off those prawns? Or did you save them up? Crush him up no, for Burley. Crush him up for Burley. I, I watched Peter Johnson's video. I yeah, that. no, there was an, an interesting way of doing it, throwing it in the neutral bullet and, and crushing him right up. Ask your wife first before you use a neutral oh, bullet. Oh, look, you know, buy, buy yourself a, <laughs> an El Cheapo to keep in the garage. You know, they say no, you don't ask them. Yeah. Yeah. Is this why they invented men's sheds? I think so. <laughs> I think so, yeah. We're going to go, Blakey. Okay, thank you. Safe travels, yeah, my friend. tomorrow. 
Yeah, I'll be I'm traveling between here and there tomorrow. I'm staying here for an extra day. We had, had a message from Paul Bird. He says good day and sorry. So there you go. No worries. See you, nice bud. Day, everyone. Talk to you tomorrow. Okay. Thank you, Steve. And we'll look forward to catching up with you in the studio again tomorrow as well. Perfect. Kieran, that is the program for today, 7 o'clock news time. Yep, and please, everybody out and about, keep your eye on that sky. This boyhood story had to end.